Hello, everybody. Welcome to Game Over Ottawa. Um, uh, that was that was a game. It was a game. Stens lose uh, six to four against the Tampa Bay Lightning. My name is Charlie. I'm rocking a solo show tonight. Uh, which is good. Honestly, I had a guest lined up, and it's a good thing they couldn't make it because I would feel terrible making anybody talk about this game when they don't have to. Um, so please, if you're watching, uh, you know, let's let's get really active in the chat because this is one of those games where there is there's enough that I want to talk about that I'll inevitably miss something. So. And, and just the fact that this game was so rough, I'm sure I'll be leaning on the chat quite a bit. So uh, looking for a really, really uh, interactive episode. And uh, let's let's air let's air our grievances, everybody. Let's let's just get it all out there. Uh, let's just get it all out there. A little group therapy session. See what we can do. Um so first off, uh Need some clarification on this because I've heard it multiple. I've heard a. I've heard a lot of different ways. Uh, it was the first NHL game tonight. For uh, I'm just gonna go with Roby Arventi. Um, I know that's how everyone was saying his name when he was drafted. I've heard both Roby and Robbie. Uh, Robbie from DJ Smith specifically. Um, mostly heard Yarventi. Uh, though the play-by-play -play guys tonight were going with Jarventi, so I don't know. Uh, could go either way, but I'm I'm going with Roby Yarventi first NHL game. Uh, wish it was under better circumstances. Um, but uh, noteworthy that there's a first NHL game tonight. Um, and slightly, uh, I mean, not a huge, huge deal or anything, but like a, a big enough deal that it's someone that a lot of Sens fans wanted to be seeing on the roster at the very beginning of the season, but because of the cap crunch, couldn't quite, you know, <laughs> fit him onto the roster. Um, so that's that's fun. Um, and that's about as as positive as, as we're getting tonight. Um, right off the top, I just want to mention, yeah, refs were awful. I really don't feel like talking about the refs tonight. Um, because talking about the refs, it just feels like a cop out. Uh, as as an incredibly biased Sens fan, it, it just feels like a it just feels like a cop out. Uh, to put any blame on the refs for anything. Um, so just when I get that out of the way, I'm gonna try to avoid talking about the refs. Um, so I, as long as I possibly can, I might. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe somehow we'll uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll go a little bit backwards here and, and end up talking about the refs. But I'm going to do my best to avoid it um, for the most part. Um, so where where do you even start with this game? Um, I guess you start off with DJ Smith. Um, at this point, we so for those who and anyone who's watching or listening who isn't. Uh, you know, super knowledgeable of the DJ Smith situation. Um, people have basically been, been calling for his job for well over a year now. I was someone who thought he was gone last November. So the fact that he's made it a full year past the point of, 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 of me thinking, okay, you're going to get canned is impressive. Um, nobody's going to be surprised to hear he's fired tomorrow. 
nobody. So it, I I don't know if I want to say it's likely that this was his last game. It's I I could absolutely see it though. Um, this is the first uh, time as far as you know this early on in the season that there are any sort of fire DJ chance. Um, but at this point, as far as my personal opinion on it, I wanted him fired last season, and at this point. Uh, I mean, even earlier in the season, after that awful loss to Buffalo, I was I was absolutely on the side of uh, just like this isn't the coach to bring you any playoff success. I think I think that's apparent at this point. Even if it's a little a uh, little bit premature, just rip off the bandaid, get it done with, and start the search for the right person. Um, and 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 my opinion is the same now as as it was at that point. Um, Although it's it's certainly not as premature if they were to fire him right now, uh, just a really brutal brutal start to the season, um, and like I don't know, you know what? Let's let's talk about Darren Drager on on uh, TSN twelve hundred today. Darren Drager called a uh, phone to him for uh, for a segment on TSN twelve hundred, where he was saying uh, the quote was basically um, that. Uh, uh, so Drager says that uh, that Sens fans want DJ Smith gone uh, for the sake of change, which I think is just so ridiculous. Like that's like, listen, if you don't want to admit you haven't watched any Sens games this year, it's fine. Listen, Darren, you're you're in the position you are because you know what you're talking about most of the time, buddy. That's brutal. <laughs> that's brutal. The and and listen, what I'm about to say is really stupid because like you add a whole lot of context. Is it during a rebuild? I get that, but the only head coach in Sens history, as far as I, I, I'm pretty sure, the only head coach in Sens history who coached for a full season or more with a worse uh, winning percentage than DJ Smith is Rick Bonus. And Rick Bonus was the coach of the team from '92 to I believe '95, so like the darkest, darkest years, right? So, and uh, you know that's not a slight against Rick Bonus. Look at him; he's had a great, great coaching career uh, in the NHL, both as a head coach and an assistant coach. Um, currently a head coach, and I don't think anyone would be mad to have Rick Bonus as their coach today. Um, and like I said, yeah, part of that is through a rebuild, but like we're at the first part of you know this is and this is his first and like as far as rebuilds go the Sens have had it pretty easy as far as actual expectations around the league I think Sens fans have been mad that they've been bad for as long as they have but this is the first season under DJ Smith where everyone's going okay now you have to be good and and this is so many years in at this point it's just over um there's there's zero there's zero hope for DJ Smith at this point in the fan base management maybe it's different obviously Steve Steos had a lot of good things to say about the coaching staff at the press conference when they announced that uh Pierre Dorian and the Sens were parting ways mutually in a huge in both throughout huge quotation marks for that um so you know on the surface it sounds like Steve Steos and and, and management have faith in DJ I don't know if that was just to buy him some time or what but it, it it's not looking good. So Darren Drager saying that the Sens fans want DJ Smith gone because, oh, we can't figure out what's wrong and just something has to change is so silly. For months, through preseason up to this point, it's November 4th, 
The fan base has specifically thrown out issues about the system, about the fact that DJ Smith is coaching this team the same way he was coaching the team in 2019 when they had nobody. Like When your team is full of plugs, I get dump and chase. And, oh, fuck, I'm on dump and chase. When the team has as many skilled players as this team does, and granted, a lot of injuries, whatever. Oh, I'm already on dump and chase. We're, we're what, under 10 minutes and I'm already on dump and chase. Fuck. Um, this is, oh, I'm going to be going in circles all episode. To, to, to say that Sens fans are... Not stupid is a strong word. For Darren Drager to suggest that Sens fans aren't smart enough to actually think there's a coaching issue and that the problem is we need a change and that's the easiest one to make. As a fan base, as a fan of this team, I find that so fucking disrespectful. Um and Darren Dreger says that DJ Smith is well respected in in the hockey world and, and and in the league, and that's great. Like, good good for you, man. Like, I'm happy people like you. You're not good at your fucking job, or at least you're not as good as you should be. I have no doubt he's a good hockey coach. Like the blanket term hockey coach. He's coaching the NHL. Dude knows the game. He's a smart guy, and and from every account, he's a great person. Great. It's not working, man. It's not working. A change has to be made, and it's not just because fuck it, we can't figure out what the problem is. We got to change. It's because you have fucking Tim Stutzla and Jacob Trickren dumping the puck, man. I don't know. It just it it's it, for Darren Dreger to say that Sens fans are mad for some silly reason, and 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 you got to target the coach when you have no no actual reason. Uh, for why your team is playing poor, it's just it's just silly. It's just silly. Um, I don't know. And and listen, like I know that the whole story with DJs, he's he's a players' coach, right? The, the players love him, and I don't doubt that. For a lot of the young guys on the team, he's been their only NHL coach. So you can't you know hate the dude, right? Like he he's he's done everything in his power to to give these guys success. And a lot of the young core has been extremely successful under DJ Smith, just not, you know, in the standings. Um, and it's great that they seem to like him, but like, I don't know if you, if you had any respect for your coach, who's about to be fired, would you be floating like this team is 80% of the time? I don't see it. I I just don't see it. There's there's no fight in this team most of every game. And this coach on the bench who you respect so much is is days away from probably losing his job and you're doing fuck all. I don't see it. I I I just don't see it. Um I just, I, it's, it just, it just, it doesn't add up, right? I think it's as simple as it doesn't add up. So, um, DJ Smith, obviously, people throw out whatever you got to say about DJ Smith in the chat. I'll be, I'll be going to the chat a lot earlier than I typically do on uh, on this episode. I just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just gonna, bleh, I'm just gonna say a whole lot 
and and see how it goes. And then once I run out of things to say, I'll be leaning on all of you. Um, yeah, Travis Hamnick sucks. Let's let's get let's get into that. Um, just an absolutely brutal game from him today, and he's just been terrible all season. Let me just pull up a stat, uh, really quick that uh that our friends over at the Zoobcast uh tweeted out here. Uh so this is from the Zoobcast. Uh and this was tweeted yesterday, yesterday morning. Uh Travis Hamonick's 4.39 expected goals against per 60 is the worst in the entire NHL among all defensemen with at least 100 minutes of time on ice. Uh following that up with 173rd out of 173. Uh, only 10 out of the 173 are above 3.39, let alone 4.39. He is only one of two defenders above 4.0. Um, okay, please keep in mind that there are five defensemen on the 9 and one Sharks included in this list, and they are all doing better than Hamannick. So I think the key takeaway here is that only 10 out of the 173. So if you are out of the 173, if you are the 163rd best defenseman, you your expected goals against per 60 is all it is is one entire goal better than Hamnick. That's nuts. So uh shout out to the Zoobcast uh for a phenomenal stat. Um fantastic stuff. Um got me uh got me real good and angry yesterday morning. Um so that's great. That's great. Um so and 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 I, and I do have to backtrack a little bit. I got to talk about Jake Sanderson because in this game specifically. Okay, so oh my god, I'm I'm already going in circles. Hamnick was awful, um, and he was sewering Jake Sanderson uh, for pretty much every shift they've played together, dating back to last season. Sanderson had a bad first two periods. He did. Um, the uh, on on the two goals that. Um, which one was it? Was it the first goal or was it the second goal? There were two goals that were caused because Travis Hamnick took a shot, blocked, ended up in, a, in an odd man rush the other way. Um, and then you just get caught. on the. I believe it was on the first one. Sanderson was just caught pinching way too high uh, in the offensive zone. Just, just did not have time to come back. Just did not have time to come back on the back check. Um... So you can say Sanderson, what are you doing there? Uh, that oh, that was that was I think that was the goal where uh, it was a two on one on Hamnick, and instead of pressuring the puck carrier, Hamnick kind of backs off, doesn't cover the guy uh, going along with point. Um, instead, what he does is is he kind of is about two thirds of the way over there, and then points at he, he's pointing at point, letting Stutzler so Stutzler's the first forward back. And he's pointing at point like, hey, that's your guy. I'm going to go over here. And then and point comes in and scores. Um, so there's that. And so you can you can absolutely say Sanderson blew that play as well, just pinching too too high in the zone. Um, following that, uh, the, the the next one where Hamnick took a shot and it was blocked, rushed back the other way. Um, I mean, both he both Sanderson and Hamnick just weren't playing the man. Uh, you're they, They're both playing the puck. They both mess up. You know, at that point, you got to play the body. Um, so, yes, Hamnick, terrible. Sanderson, 
had a very bad first two periods, though by the second, by the end of the second period, Sanderson was uh, paired with Chikrin. So if I'm going to give DJ props for anything, uh, DJ Smith, thank you for putting Sanderson with Chikrin uh, at the very end of the second and through the third. Um, thank you. Thank you for, for Jake Sanderson's sake. Thank you. I believe it was, I think it was JBD who was playing with Chikrin, uh, in the first two periods. So like not the worst for Chikrin, but Chikrin Sanderson should be, and I know it's tough with all these injuries to spread out the like quality defensemen throughout the, you know, it's difficult not to do that just to put the two, two best ones on, on the top pairing together. But like at this point, you just got to do it. You just got to do it. Um, yeah. And I mean, as far as like excuses go, um, like I said, three of their top five defensemen are injured. Um, Castlick's injured. Greg is injured. So center depth is annihilated. Um, they were sick. They, they, so there was no practice yesterday after that absolutely brutal. Actually, I, I'm. I'm making shit up. I didn't watch the game on Thursday. Um, I took a break after after Wednesday. After after oh after everything on Wednesday. Wednesday it it completely. Oh okay. So on Wednesday. So this is I'm just gonna go over this really quick because this is my first episode since uh since November first since the uh, the first draft first round draft pick, uh fine happened, um. Straight, I'm I'm a little bit embarrassed to admit this, but I'm just going to anyway. Uh, that that genuinely ruined my day. Like, that's how unhealthy my uh, my relationship is with my favorite sports teams. That this thing that happened that does not affect my day to day life whatsoever, genuinely put me in a rotten fucking mood for the entire day. I couldn't shake it. Just a terrible mood all day. There's nothing I could do. It was it was awful. Um, and then that had me like then spiraling the other direction. Like, why the hell is this upsetting you, dude? Fucking go outside and touch grass. Holy fuck. What are you doing? Um, anyway, did a whole thing. Uh, I, so I decided to take two days off <laughs> after that Thursday. I just hung out. I didn't watch the game. Uh, and yesterday I just pretended there was no game on Thursday. And, uh, so did the Sens because they didn't practice because of all the injuries. And, uh, I guess there's like a flu going around. A bunch of the guys are sick. So there's no practice yesterday. Um, so, you know, I guess you could say, yeah, injuries and then maybe half the guys are puking or whatever uh, heading into this game. Like, fuck, I don't care. I don't, I, I, at this point, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Um, but I'm back in now, um, unfortunately, for my, uh, my, my, my well being. I'm back in, baby. Spent, I spent two days playing uh, out of the park baseball. Um, just managing the Blue Jays in their 2024 season. Uh, I signed Otani. Signed Shohei Otani. So that was pretty cool. I think it says a lot about the Zen season currently that after the brutal season that I had la last year as a, as a Toronto Blue Jays fan, I am I am so just like, let's, let's get baseball going again. So that's, that's, that's pretty rough. Um... But yeah, I, at this point, I just want to see like any urgency at all in the first 50 minutes. It would be great. And like I said, I didn't catch the game on Thursday. I went to the Buffalo game where they just didn't show up for the first 40 minutes and then tried to make a game out of it. It happened again tonight. 
just didn't show up. Um, well, that's actually not true. The first goal of the game, um, the first goal of the game on that great play, I have, I do have to say, great play by Joseph. Uh, he couldn't get that shot off. Um, and then goes for a little spin, takes a shot, Kachuk deflects it. Great, great shift right there. Um, that was a great shift. First goal of the game for the Sens. And then, you know, things started going well. Uh, the next couple shifts were really good. Uh, Tarasenko and Kubalik linked up for a couple great chances. Tampa ties the game. Momentum completely shifts for the next, like, 40 minutes. Unbelievable. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think at this point I'm just dying for... Don't I, I don't even... I'm not even asking for a 60-minute effort, guys. I'm asking for, like, you know, can you show up, like, halfway through the second? Because these these games are are turning into what is just a brutal like it, it's looking so much like the Sens seasons as a whole last year and this year right like last year brutal start I can't even imagine November being worse than last year or even the same that would be crippling, um, but it's just last year and this year they're, they're, these games as a whole are just looking like the seasons just you play so poorly. And then by the time you turn it on and just are like to the once you get to the point where you're dominating play for more than three shifts at a time, it's it's too little too late. Listen, when the Sens get to March and they're 25 points out of a playoff spot, they win five straight. That's going to be a fun week. It's not going to fucking matter at all. So, um, yeah, with that. Um, you know what? Let's just, let's just toss it to the chat. Let's see what everyone's saying. Cause I can't, I can't look at my notes any longer. I'm having a tough time with it. Um, if I missed anything big that anyone wants to talk about, uh, I would love to, uh, have everyone let me know that I forgot it. So let's just, let's take a quick look at the chat here. Let's see how everyone's doing. Um, God, I don't even know where to start here. Um, from, uh, from Delta go, I'm now fully committed to a coaching change as soon as possible. The players are close to giving up. Yes. Uh, more or less went over that uh, earlier, my opinion on that. Uh, but just I saw in the chat, and I want to reiterate, uh, DJ, bye-bye. Um, let's see here. Yeah, refs from uh, from Hamza. Uh, refs were bad, and the team was bad. Don't deserve to be bailed up by the refs. Yes, absolutely. Um, just brutal. Um, okay, so, uh, Delta's getting into some, uh, De Delta's getting into some ice time stuff. I think it's important to note that, uh, despite all the dog shit, uh, play tonight, uh, Travis Hamnick, uh, played 1854. And what's amazing about that is I believe it, he played 937 of the first period. So, um, you know. Oh my god, he played he, Travis Hamnick played half of the first period and we're wondering why the team looked like shit until halfway through the third. Um listen. To an extent, good on DJ for only playing Hamnick as much as he did, did in the first and the last two periods combined. But that's a lot of like everyone giving Dorian the thumbs up on fixing his own mistakes he made. So whatever. Like, whatever. Um, uh, here we go from, from my buddy, Sam in the chat, need more goals from Brady. He's got Brady on his fantasy team. Uh, agreed. 
<laughs> just anyone who's getting mad at that. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. Yeah. So mod says you can't claim it's change for the sake of change when he's been the coach for like five years now. Absolutely. So I don't know what Darren Drager is talking about. Just, just like, listen, I'm, I'm by no means the biggest Darren Drager fan in the world, but I'm not like someone who's going to like, just like try and shit on the guy for no reason. But he's just, he, that whole segment, he was just talking out of his ass. It was just ridiculous. Um, from rusty car in the third, they didn't dump as much. They played better. Funny how that works. Isn't it? That's a good, that's, that's, that's a good, it's a good thing to note as well. Really like, See what happens. See what happens when you carry the puck, when you play like skilled players because your team has skilled players. Ridiculous. Um, let's see. From uh, from Adam Lovett in the chat. Um, <laughs> come to Tampa, brother. Won't be talking about coaching issues down here. Fair. However, I can't fucking stand John Cooper. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just the way he Listen. Listen. I oh oh do I do I take the bait? I might take the bait. I'm going to take the bait. I have never seen a coach whine so much in my fucking life. I'm going to be real. I've watched a lot of Tampa because the team is good and they've been so fun to watch. So as far as like out of market for Ottawa, I think Tampa is the team I've watched the most over the last Well, basically since the Sens have been shit. So, like, since 2017. I've watched a lot of Tampa. Um, partially because I draft a lot of Lightning in, in fantasy, but also just because, like, without a doubt, they've been the most fun team to watch, you know, in, in a general sense of the last four or five years. Um, that, listen, when when Tampa's coach has a has a call not go his way, he does that thing where like he's just like on the he's on the bench just like smiling and laughing and shaking his head like like what you do when as a sense fan you're like can this get any fucking worse and then every day it does so you hit a point where you're like all I can do is laugh this is ridiculous this is so stupid i there's nothing i can do at this point it's out of my control this is this is this is silly Tampa's coach does that every time a call doesn't go his way. Like, Tampa got a lot of... I'm talking about... Oh, no. Oh, you baited me into talking about the refs, and I said I wouldn't. Oh, I got good. I just got got. Um, But no, the way, the way he just, like, has that look on his face, like... Oh, this league is out to get me. Every fucking time something doesn't go his way drives me nuts. And... And and from a certain point of view, it, good on him. It works driving driving other people nuts. It works, and he's a good coach. But just that that drives me nuts. Anyway, I, I had to take the bait on something real quick. Sorry about that, folks uh, who are currently watching. Um, let's see. Uh, from Delta Hammer has a role like him being the first person in when a player gets run, block shots, but like he can't get the puck out of his own zone when he has it. Exactly. Um, like 10 minutes for Hammer, sure. Uh, anything more? What the fuck you doing? Yeah, okay, so 
completely agree as far as I like the fact that he sticks up for everybody. And I have no doubt that most of the guys on the team love him because he will stick up for everybody. That's great. He's tough as nails too. Like dude could get a puck straight to the face five shifts in a row. And I'd be like, he's not leaving. Like he's unbelievably tough. The problem is he doesn't know how to play hockey at an NHL level at this point. Nothing against the guy. Absolutely nothing against his worth work ethic. Like Travis Travis Hamnick's work ethic is not up for debate here. It's it's not in question. It's purely his ability, and it just isn't there. With three of the top five defensemen missing due to injury, he still shouldn't be cracking the lineup. It, it's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Um, let's see here. Let's see. Uh, what, from from my buddy Sam. What's up, Sam? Um, which NHL coach would you like to see DJ Smith get in a no holds barred fist fight with? What a question. That is such a good question. And and here's an invite to everyone in the chat. Please put in your answer. Who Now the question is like who do you want to see GJ Smith get into a fight with with a coach? Like do you want him to win or do you want him to lose? I would never listen. DJ's a, a nice guy. I I listen. I don't want him to get beat up. I just don't want him coaching my favorite hockey team anymore. <sighs> DJ's broad. Like he's wide. Like he He's, I bet you he's he's secretly got a punch. Like I, I bet you he's got like a strong right hook. What a question. I'll tell you who I don't want him to fight, and that's Rod Brandenmore for his own safety. I don't want anyone to have to fight Rod Brandenmore. Or Marty St. Louis. Listen, Marty Marty's short. But like even even in his current age, his legs, I have no doubt they're still fucking tree trunks. So he's gonna have absolutely no fucking problem hopping up three feet in the air to smack you right between the eyes. Don't don't fuck with Marty. Um I don't know, man. That's a really good question. <laughs> I put more thought into that than I should. Um let's see. Um do, 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 do. Uh, from Mod, uh, everyone on Twitter saying Brady is criticizing the fans for booing. Don't think he'll have too many people taking his side on that one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, like, like, what else are you supposed to do? Like, like, what, what, what else are you supposed to do as a player? Like, yeah, no, nah, we hate the coach. Like, I think so. Uh, I think on a previous episode, Mod and I talked about this when we were both on. You're just not going to get that in hockey. You're never going to get players on a team throwing their current coach under the bus. It's just not going to happen. And even, and even, oh, I almost said if, even when DJ gets fired, you're not going to have anyone saying like, yeah, well, you know, dude sucked and we needed a change. Um, they're going to say something like, it's unfortunate that that's the way it went. Uh, we wish the best for him. Uh, looking forward to... Uh, playing for the new coach, though, you know, something along those lines, a very hockey player, zero, uh, zero character, like zero, not character. That's all hockey players are. Is he a high character guy? Um, no, just like that's just your standard hockey, like 
no personality quote, right? Um, at least in baseball, like when the Blue Jays fired their manager, um, uh, when, when they fired Charlie Montoyo, like a lot of the star players were saying like, yeah, like it was time for a change. He just lost the room and it just wasn't working out. You're never going to see, especially Brady Kachuk or anyone on the Sens say that about DJ Smith there. It's all going to be like, it's unfortunate and we wish him the best. Um, you know, we, we regret that it didn't work out something like that. Right. So even in the heat of it right now, like they're all going to defend them. That's just the way it is. Um, let's see here. Uh, from Hamza, only positive news tonight is Belleville won three to two in OT. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, I don't know who they were playing. All I know is that, uh, Angus Crookshank scored because, uh, Louie from the Zoomcast was tweeting about it. And, uh, like, listen, I'm all for people being fans of, uh, like, hardcore fans for prospects like that. Um, and I'm sure he's good if, if Louie is, is, in, is in his corner. I don't know about the guy enough to uh, be specifically excited about him or anything. I just know he's got the best name in the game. And for that reason, I want him to be in the NHL. Because I would love... Listen, if I'm ever in a place financially to just buy a bunch of jerseys every year... You bet I'd have a Crookshank jersey because that that would go so hard. Um, let's see here. Uh, Leafs also lost. That's positive. Sends news a little bit. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, uh, to those the you know the Ontario teams probably aren't close enough in the standings um, by year's end to um, be counting these as helpful. These these Leafs losses helpful for the playoffs, but you know we can. We can always, you know, do the whole rent-free thing and be happy when the Leafs lose. So, I don't know. Um, and I don't know. With that, like, is there is there much else to uh, is there much else to uh to talk about? Can I share my theory about the Shane Pinto situation? I mean, feel free to throw it in the chat, but I probably won't be talking about it too much. Um, that's just not a situation where I want to be thrown around any, uh, any, uh, I, I just isn't, uh, the, 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 the Pinto situation just isn't anything I want to be throwing around any theories on. Don't want to do any speculating because we don't know. And the NHL has made it so that we probably won't ever know, um, so feel free to share it with everybody else, but I probably won't be getting into it all that much. <laughs> Louie in the chat. OMG, Charlie, I just joined in. What excellent timing. Ah, oh, dude, you missed me. Uh, you missed me just absolutely gushing over the Hammonick stats that uh, that you guys over at the Zoomcast were, uh, <laughs> were, were tweeting out uh, yesterday morning. I uh, went over that. I went straight there very early on in the show. So uh, great work on that one, buddy. Um, Oh yeah, dude. Oh Delta. Yeah, get Clinkhammer out of retirement. Clinkhammer Crookshank line. What's the perfect uh, compliment to that? Get the Clinkhammer Crookshank. Fill in the blank. Who's who's that third line? Who's that third uh, third player on that line? That would be awesome. Um, what's the the ultimate name? Clinkhammer Crookshank. <sighs> Listen, Oliver Bonk's a defenseman. So can you get can you get Raddick out of retirement? Clinkhammer, 
Crookshank Bonk. That's pretty good. Erratic Hammer. Clink Hammer. Hammer, Clink Hammer, Crookshank. That's not bad. Or was Erratic Hammer a defenseman? I don't remember. He played like a dozen games with the Sens, I think. Something like that. That's about it. Um... Hey Delta, let me know next next one. Appreciate it. Get Gunner Wolf Fontaine. Dude. Yeah. Let's make it happen. Absolutely. What a name. My God. What a great name. Alright, well, uh, I think I think with that we should probably start uh wrapping it up. Uh I'll be honest with you. Uh after this game, I, I genuinely thought I was just gonna call it a day at at 30 minutes we're, we're we're right at 38 minutes now um so uh thank you everyone in the chat for making this a lot more enjoyable than than it you know otherwise could have been um i this is this is how much this this episode has been purely vibes i have natural statric open in a tab i haven't looked at it once so um that's how you know this episode was purely like we're just talking about how we're feeling we're doing a little group therapy session, getting some venting out, and uh, it's been great. I've I've actually really enjoyed myself. Um, it's been really solid. Uh, so I appreciate everyone tuning in. Um, absolutely no reason that anyone had to watch this. And listen, not that I want to promote not watching the show because this is my job. This is Mod's job, and we love it. Um, and you know, we want the show to be as successful as possible. I couldn't blame any of you for not wanting to tune in because it's just brutal. I mean, it's one it's 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 one thing when the team plays absolutely fucking like garbage uh for a night and you tune in and be like, "Man, that was that was bad, wasn't it?" We'll get them next time. When it's the Sens uh, <laughs> this past October and like we're into November, we know what's going to happen in November. Um it's just really great that anyone's tuning in at all. So uh, I just want everyone to know that I really, really appreciate the fact that, uh, you know, we had as many people coming to hang out live as we did. And if you're watching after the fact or listening after the fact, thank you as well. Uh, you, you, you made the effort to, uh, to seek out <laughs> a discussion about a game as just brutal as this one. So really appreciate that. Um, yeah. So with, uh, with that, let's, let's just, you know what, let's just take a look at the Sens schedule coming up and we'll throw a little preview of the next game over at you guys. So the next game is Wednesday night. It's going to be against the Leafs, which means Ottawa is finally getting, we are finally getting our first game over head to head episode. Um, so for those of you who only watch game over Ottawa, um, you wouldn't know what that is yet because, well, we haven't had any yet. So uh, now whenever there's two Canadian teams playing, because obviously SDPN has game over for every Canadian market, when two Canadian teams are playing each other, rather than having game over, for, so for example, on Wednesday night, instead of having game over Ottawa and game over Toronto going simultaneously, now it's being pushed into one show. Um, so there's just going to be the one show, and the way it works is one host from each show will be uh, doing that one. So uh, on Wednesday, as long as nothing's changed since it was initially scheduled out, Mod's going to be on with uh, Fuad from uh, Game Over Toronto. And that's going to be a fun one. Uh, definitely tune in for that one. Even even if, listen, even if the game sucks, 
uh, from a sense perspective. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, very late to the game, Ottawa for, uh, for, for a game over head to head. Um, because on opening night, every other Canadian team played a Canadian team. The, the, the seven Canadian teams were all playing that night and, uh, the other six were playing each other. Uh, Ottawa played Carolina. So, uh, Ottawa's the only one who hasn't had a head to head yet. And actually the next three are all head to head games. Um, Wednesday, they're playing the Leafs Thursday against the Canucks and then Saturday against the flames. So just to preview the next few games here, uh, which is great. That's going to be the uh, all Canadian matchup. So mod's going to be on for uh, Leafs with Fuad. Then the next day, Thursday, two games in two days, mod, look at you go. Uh, mod's going to be on with, uh, Parker from uh, game over Vancouver. And then on Saturday, I'll be on with Peter from uh, game over Calgary. And, uh, yeah, it's gonna be a great, it's gonna be a great time. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to these head to head, uh, streams. Cause you know, like we've, we've all worked together for, for a year now, over a year now, but there really isn't that much collaboration, um, between different markets. Like, obviously we all talk a lot. There's a group chat. We all have a great time. Like honestly, best group of coworkers I've ever had in my life, which doesn't surprise me. It's SDPN. Like, you know obviously they're they're you know priority on on obviously hiring people with with the proper knowledge but just good people overall and, and it really shows so um really looking forward to having that extra little bit of uh of experience working with with everyone from the other markets so the next three games are gonna be really really fun uh regardless of the uh outcome for the sends just a lot of collaboration with other uh other game over hosts so it's gonna be gonna be a really really good time so with that, I'll say uh, thank you again for tuning in, whether you're watching live, watching after the fact, or listening on your uh, on your device of choice. Um, and hey, if you're on YouTube, uh, feel free to uh, subscribe to STPN. If you aren't, uh, like the stream uh, or the video after the fact, whatever it is that you're watching. Uh, really appreciate it. It, it honestly, like, I, it, it's you know, like and subscribe, smash that button. It's 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 you know, it's it's tacky, but it, it helps. It it honestly does help. So. If you're watching this and you made it this far, clicking the like button would honestly help out quite a bit. Loves, uh, you know, the algorithm loves likes. It likes, likes, it loves, it loves likes. So would really appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, thank you again, everyone for watching and, uh, looking forward to the next three games, all head to heads against Canadian teams. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be a lot of collaboration. Can't wait for it. So yeah, thank you everyone for watching and, uh, sticking with it sticking with this team uh hopefully uh get a few wins against the canadian teams thanks again for watching and i'll uh i'll catch you next time